Please, your hand is up, so you can please talk. Um, thank you very much. I um, thank you very much, William. Thank you, um, Spirit-filled exposition. It was. Um, you have given us a brilliant talk on faith and how we are to live by faith and live in faith. And I'm saying that as Christians, our impact is not really being felt. We may think individually, we are standing, we're doing all the things you have suggested, but the impact we are having is not really uh, being felt. What advice would you give? Wow, Prof, I almost think that maybe you should, you should, you should give me that. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know um, what else to say except that my understanding of the role we must play, let me call it the role in the world, is that whatever position you are placed in usually calls for a certain level of responsibility. And that um, usually... Your influence depends on um, your position you are in. I mean, let me just for, use for want of a better example. That at the moment I'm head of the pediatric surgery unit, but um, if I were not, I could advise the head of the unit, but I cannot go beyond the advice. Um, I am a member of the department of surgery faculty. I could give advice to the head of surgery. Um, based on my Christian principles, but if we were to refuse it, I cannot force. But I do believe, Prof, that I think that despite everything, the world recognizes when we speak as Christians because after a while, they recognize that the things we say tend to be right. And so over time, you'll find out that a lot of times before any very good decision are taking, they like to listen to your opinion about things. So I don't know whether we want to see it, how we want to see it, but I personally think that in actual fact, as we stand, our light does shine forth. And to what extent is um, we want to see a fiscal change, I'm not too sure, but I do believe that we do influence what goes on. Um, I, I'm convinced, for example, that when you decide to make a suggestion, everybody will listen because everyone knows Prof. Hesse usually has some good idea about something. And I think that is influence. So I wouldn't say completely that we are not doing anything. Um, I, maybe we could do more, but I wouldn't say it's completely negative. I think that, that's all I can say. The, the, the higher we go and the more control we have, then the more we can do. Um, I, I don't know whether I've answered your question, but I know you've gone through more positions than I have in, in practice. And the oh, that's, not, that's not the point, William. <laughs> no, but, what, no, the reason I'm saying this is that I'm wondering about how much difficult, how difficult it was to influence you because to influence the people around you. I'm not saying because of that. I'm just talking about um, the fact that as you get into a position of authority, that authority could be used to influence decisions that are made. And I believe that we need to use that authority very positively. We should be able to use that to change when we can change wrong decisions that are being made. And that, that's the point I, I really wanted to make. I think that's a very important, important point. Yes, we really have to, the, the Bible talks about brightening every little God, that if you are, um, have the light and you show it, by all means, it will brighten your corner. And even if somebody is in the darkness, it will shed some light on that person as well. Thank you. 
Okay, thank you uh, very much. Um, can I make one more input? Yes, sir, Dr. Abwa. Yes. yes I please. think it's time we uh, address Christian apologetics and contemporary issues. Uh, that there are many current issues that uh, are emerging. We could select some of them, make it available on uh, social media, or just have a, a public lecture in our institutions to address some of these very interesting contemporary issues from the Christian standpoint. That will also make an impact. And recently we went on inspection of some hospitals. I was asked to lead the team. And I made sure we prayed. Whether Muslims were there or not, we prayed. And uh, little, little things like that. Responded, amen. Little things like that. Everywhere we go, uh, we should not be afraid to come out and indicate our faith. And that prayer could reach out to somebody. Uh, and that little gesture uh, will also make an impact. So uh, this is my suggestion. Thank you very much, Dr. Abwa. Um, I can see Adoma's hand up. Then I think Isaac Gotri. So Adoma first and Isaac. Then. Yes, so good evening. And thank you so much for the wonderful presentation. I just wanted to make a comment on what Prof. Hesse said and what you also, the response you also gave about brightening the corner where you are. And if you become a person of influence where you are, it can also draw people to um, Christ. And I wanted to link this story to the birth of Jesus. When the wise men saw the star of Bethlehem, the star of Bethlehem was so big it was so bright that they knew that something was happening. A king had been born. And it drew them from wherever they were to go there to go and see the king who had been born. So as Christians, as medical doctors, we should also aspire to excellence, the highest standard possible. Because our boss is one, our boss is God. God is our CEO. So we should also aspire to the highest standard of excellence. And we do have role models before us, like <laughs> Professor, like Dr. Abwa. We have so many role models before us. And we should aspire to excellence so that our life will be like the star of Bethlehem. It will draw people to get to know the saving knowledge of Jesus. And then we, since we'll be in positions of influence, we will be able to put our feet down when certain um, wrong policies, demonic policies are being brought in to our country because we are in positions of influence and we are children of God. We will put our feet down and those things will not be brought into play. Thank you. Thank you, Adama. Yes, Isaac, please. Okay, um, good evening, everyone. Thank you very much for this opportunity to ask this question. So, um, Dr. Pediminter, you're talking about um, the battlefield, the battlefield, and I know that we've also talked about issues of influence, and one of the characters in the Bible that um, brings to mind is, is about Daniel, and we read that Daniel transcended three different kings, but one of the interesting things about Daniel is that one, he had to learn the language of the Babylonians, he had to learn the culture of the Babylonians, he had to learn the Babylonian way of doing things, despite that not compromising on his faith. 
And the Babylonian way of doing things was evil. It could be, say, things, sacrifice to idols and all of that. Um, growing up and in fellowships and all of that, there is this tendency that oh, once something is not of God or is of the world and all of that, Christians, we, we, we want to share away from it. We want to move away from it. Um, how do we just oppose that in our effort to make influence and in our effort of making Christ known on the battlefield? How do we influence the world? Because if you don't know the things of the world, you can't, like, if Daniel had not known the laws of the Babylonians, the way of doing things and all of that, he couldn't have influenced three different kings and, and, and transcended three different administrations. Thank you. All right. Um, my answer, I think, there's something you said in your answer. When you said Daniel studied languages, I would say that if the medical field, if you've got a medical field, it is being... Is knowing your field well if you're a doctor in any particular area. That would be the field. If you want to go into politics, it means you must understand the politics of the time. Understand what influences what goes on. So um, I, I, I don't think it means learning their evil practice, but understanding the political system so that you can know how to influence positively. So as for knowledge, in any area God calls you to influence in, you have to stay. If you don't know it and God is calling you, you must really to study it. But the other thing I want to add is that there is an area of calling that will not have its challenges. And the higher you grow in your area of calling, the higher you grow to leadership, the closer you get to leadership, the bigger the responsibility. You see, if um, you are a small child of God and there are so many people and you go and steal something, nobody hears about it. You can confess and go away. But if you are the CEO of an institution, and you steal something, and everyone knows you as a Christian. You, it's a whole big challenge to a whole Christendom. So what I'm trying to say is that God prepares his people for where he wants them to be. But one thing found out what God wants you to be, you must also prepare yourself. Not only knowledge. Knowledge is important, but you must also be prepared to withstand the wiles of the enemy. I'm convinced that there are wiles of the enemy in leadership position. There are things the devil uses to bring people down and to steal. I know a businessman who tells me that he was praying and God revealed to him the fact that they were going to kill him spiritually because he was involved in trying to get a contract at one of the highest positions, which involved a lot of money. And he knows those who were trying to kill him. And the amount of praying he had to do to ensure that he won the contract and stayed alive and, and, and forgot to work on him. So there is a battle that goes with each position. But if God is calling you there, then God has a spiritual... Um, training he can give to you, and the knowledge you must gain for it. I don't believe in people doing things. I believe if I'm called leadership, it's a call and not a choice. Not I just want to do it. You are there to be an ambassador for Christ. Now, if you are there as an ambassador, you must be equipped and be ready for the battle. You may even need other Christian brethren to help you, but you must prepare yourself and go and fight well. So I believe, yes, you must get involved in learning whatever we need to know to influence areas of influence that God calls us to. I, mean, I don't know whether I've answered your question, but that's... Okay. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Um, to finally end the session, I have one question, Mr. Pedimensa. So what if, um, I mean, in this, you talked about our faith, even as Christians in, in these times, the health sector, coronavirus, one of the things health workers have been afraid of is actually um, taking and getting an infection and 
and taking a home to their families. And unfortunately for us, some of our colleagues have lost loved ones through this. Would you say that they didn't have enough faith? I mean, they had they trusted God and and what can we tell them in, in this tough time that they are going through? All right. Um, I think this question you've asked is a question that I think Jesus was asked when he was asked, why is there so much trouble and disaster on, on earth? And why do these things happen? And I'm not too sure I have an answer to the why. But what I do know for sure is that God does take care of his own. And the fact that when God is taking care of us, we can almost always not predict exactly in what way sometimes we'll be affected. Let me use the word negative for want of a better word. Except that the Bible makes us understand that if we have to go through a difficulty for the Lord's sake, then he's able to take care of us. He has enough assurance and grace for the situation. I would say that I would not want to say that it is, I, I cannot believe that it's the lack of somebody's faith that makes a person get an illness. I cannot believe that because I, I think I know enough Christians who have faith who have also been ill. Even people who believe they can never be ill get ill. So, and I don't think their faith has changed because of that. I believe that in truth, God takes care of his own. And that what he's taking care of that sometimes we go through physical things we may not want, but it is because he knows how to take care of us in those physical things. And he knows a certain positive effect that we cannot see. Christ's death, for example, would have been considered bad. And it was bad. It, was, it took a crook to kill him. It took lies to kill him. It took um, a false judgment to kill him. But in the long run, it was the victory for mankind. So I believe, and I want to continue to mean, I believe that for every individual, as you go through our challenges, we'll pray for the best that we never suffer or die. But if in the course of it, it happens, then I'm believing that God has some good is going to work out in the course of it. And we just need to trust God to carry us step by step. We can't answer all the questions. All right. Thank you so much. I'm sure that we can sort of go on and on, but unfortunately we have to move 